Hello, and thank you for joining us for Writing Through the Ages. My name is Eric. And I'm Eugene. And this is our evolving journey through the eras of Kamen Rider. Today we'll be watching episode 5 of Kamen Rider Double. The girl A, Papa, is a Kamen Rider. <laughs> it's the girl, dot, 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 A, a slash Papa is a Kamen Rider. Written by Riki Sanjo and directed by... Uh, Natsuki Kurosama. So the girl A, that's gotta be... So this has gotta be a chief episode, right? Like a chief, maybe a chief flashback pair of episodes? Uh, I don't know. I love that you call her chief, because that's what everybody... uh, I love love calling her chief, because she's the Chief, yeah, chief. (laughs) Well, I mean, and it's two-part, too, because her dad was the chief before, so chief, chief, yeah, it just makes sense. I mean, her name is Akiko. Akiko, yeah. But yeah, calling her chief. Which is funny, because that comes in later, calling her chief. Oh um, yeah, not like this episode, but like uh-huh. later. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this would be the first part of a two-parter. Yes. And do you remember about the ending of the last part? Well, they they wrapped up at the casino. Mm-hmm. They um became, I think, stronger as a team. You know, the usual. This, but Philip recognized it, them as his family. Yeah, that Fi- Philip is more uh, human. I guess it's not obviously. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like he's uh he's got more character behind him yeah now so i like him a little bit better than i did episode one which is not at all <laughs> and they're building more on museum yeah yeah museum um so i guess before we get deep into that what did you do this week okay so we talked about last episode how i use anime as like an extended trailer for things yeah and so i watched last season there was the anime the time i got reincarnated as a slime Okay. And I really liked it because I'm, I guess the the proper terminology would be isekai trash. <laughs> um, but I, I like isekai shows. Uh-huh. I just think they're great. I like them all. I, I even liked them all the way back when it was just like Escaflone. Yeah. And, yeah. And, no kidding. I brought that. Man, that's a. Yeah. People name forget I that Escaflone so was. Long. I mean. But like um, Dot Hack and other. Uh, and when I'm, what's funny is when I'm explaining isekai to people who like have no idea what i'm talking about i tell them the line the witch in the wardrobe is an isekai, is an isekai yeah <laughs> as far as japan is concerned it, that's... Uh, it's an isekai thing and they're like okay now i understand it's yeah. about people going to another world and stuff like that yeah exactly but <laughs> uh, how i got reincarnated is a slime and so i started reading the manga adaptation it was originally a light novel yeah light novel and so i went to uh and i have the light novels and i have been going through those too but i have been reading the manga mm-hmm. of of how I got uh, uh that time I got reincarnated as a slime and it's different because it's not written by the guy who wrote the light novel mm-hmm. it's written by somebody else and drawn by somebody else okay. so there's a there's a writer and artist on the manga okay and they're both different people than the people who did the light novel did the, the light novel and did the art in the light novel okay so two like totally different people they're probably just but they're just writing the same story it's okay. like an adaptation of it and it goes way farther than in the uh, the story. Yeah, because well, you need to add stuff. It's more week by week or month by month. I don't know what the serialization is. I think it's is. month. It's yeah. monthly. But it went way. It, but it's also gone way farther than the anime has. There's going to be a second season, which I'll watch because I really do like the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting because there's very few. It comes up later, but there's very few human characters in the show. So I guess my question is, is the anime based off the manga then? No, the anime is based off of the light novel. Okay, so the anime is based off, based off the light novel. The manga is different than the anime then. Uh, 
No, they're both based off of the light novel. Okay, okay. So they're they're par- they're like different versions of it. Okay, different versions of the same story. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of similarities, but there's also a lot of things that's easier to go by. Um, at the end of each manga volume, uh, it's not it's not like a spoiler. I don't know if you're ever gonna watch it or anything like that. <laughs> but it's there's no spoiler. At the end of the first episode, he swallows, uh, th- the most powerful dragon in the world because mm. the dragon is trapped. And he swallows it so that he can analyze it to break the dragon free. Okay. But that is, um, that's like the intro. Um, and then you find out later that the dragon is able to experience, is able to know what's happening on the outside. Okay. That's that what's happening to Rimuru. He's the, the slime. Okay. So in the anime, there was just an episode. It was kind of like a recap episode. And it was, it was, uh. The dragon, like seeing everything, uh-huh. but in the anime, at the end of every volume of the ma- in the in the manga, at the end of every chapter, there's like a text recap, and it's the dragon's diary of what's happening from the inside. Mm. So it's a different viewpoint of everything that's happening. So it's really cool, <laughs> but it goes way farther and so much more detail. Yeah, but it also has gone way farther in the story. Yeah, and yeah, some things that were carried that were skipped in the anime. Are like put in there, and it's really good. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I caught up, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> you know how it is. It's like, uh-huh. Oh, there's 70 chapters. I'm not gonna catch up anytime soon. And then, and then you do, you, and then you, then and you, now do. you have to wait. So yeah, so now I have to wait. They're gonna do a second season, and I think I'm gonna go back and read the the light novel because I have the light novels too. Mm-hmm. It's it's different than the other isekai, but also like same enough. Well, it's like what you think an isekai should be, but done well. Yeah. Be, just because something is cliche doesn't mean it's bad, right? So that's how that's how that time I get reincarnated. The slime is it's a very well it's done, well done. Isekai. Yeah. isekai. Makes well you feel out. pretty good about himself because he's he's like a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> not usual. Uh, yeah, I didn't do anything that interesting. I mean, besides watching a few shows, the the thing that I did or am doing most recently, I won't go into too much detail because it'll take a, a very long time just to set up, but uh. For a project I'm doing with uh, with friends, I'm looking up lists of words, which is as boring as it sounds, and it's a whole lot of work, but, you know, like lists of adjectives, lists of nouns, so on and so forth. Uh, and what I was working on was uh, relative, or like relation, um, yeah. adjectives of relation. So uh, an example would be canine, which is of or like a dog, mm-hmm. right? Okay, everyone knows that one. But... Uh, <laughs> Did you use butyracious? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I ended up stumbling across this list, which was like a mega list of words of relation. And there are so many that I've never heard of or people never use anymore because yeah. of how. Re- and one that stuck in my head, like most of them are so, uh, like so many unused syllables combined that you're, it's like you might as well be reading off uh, a, dis- a prescription for a drug or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of hard to remember. But one that just stuck in my head. So I'll give you a list of four that kind of makes sense. Like you'll be able to figure them out. And then I'm going to say this one, and I want you to try to guess it. Okay. So canine. Canine is feline. Like feline, like a cat. Simeon. Ape. Ape. Simeon. Simeon. Saurian yeah. is like a lizard. Saurian, yeah. Elephantine. And now the one that I want you to pick or figure out. Blatoid. Blatoid? Blatoid. I have no idea. Of or like a cockroach. Of or like a cockroach. I, I don't it, know why. Is is that the genus? Maybe it has to be a genus of of because uh, I'm sure there's you know uh, hundreds at least varieties of cockroaches. Yeah. So I'm sure it's it stems from that in some way. Yeah. Uh, 
But I saw that word, and that's I don't know why I remember it. Black of all of the ones, like I don't remember the one for crab. I don't remember none of this. And by the way, none of these were used yeah. whatsoever. I just ended up stumbling across this list, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what kind of interesting words they have here because I'm that boring. That's what I do <laughs> with my life. But blatoid, and I, I started using it in uh, uh, like insulting sentences. Like mm-hmm. I was just thinking about. Uh, I can't use it. I can't say it because it would be a string of curse words. But you know how sometimes you'll just add a word in the middle of it. <laughs> you blatoid. Yeah, it's like you use that, that, and they're gonna be like, I don't even know what that is. And I'm like, I know, blatoid idiot. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. You blatoid faced. You know, beep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it just I got a kick out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I I love like I said, butyracious is one of my favorite words, which is like the qualities. of Having the qualities of butter. Uh-huh. Oh, I did actually see that one on the list because I remember when I saw it, I was like, I remember Eric telling me about yeah, this. Yeah, just an obscure word that's yeah. never used in anything, like gentacular. Yeah, gentacular. People think it has it's like being happy or something like that. It means breakfast, <laughs> having to do with breakfast. Yeah, words are really. I don't know why. It's just uh, I get a kick out of them because there's so many ones that you can use them. Like Volpine, it never the Pokemon Volpix. Yeah, it never occurred to me why it was called Volpix until I figured out the word Volpine meant of or like a fox. And I'm like, oh, that's so much more intelligent. I thought they were just like, oh, we need a cool ass v v word. So here we go, Volpix. I mean, that's where they came up with Ekans. Yeah, Ekans snake backwards. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's Which do is it. funny because in Japanese they're all different names, of course. Like totally, and same in Korean. Uh, they keep some. The thing, the thing about the Korean port is some of the words are Japanese, some of the words are English, and some of the words are Korean. Yeah. So you have English names that you know, Japanese names that you know if you've ever seen it, like a Japanese uh, commercial with Pokemon or anything like that. And then words you have no idea because they're straight up Korean. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Like Pikachu is the same, right? Well, that's like the icon. Yeah, that and. I don't know, like Greninja, I think now is like the most popular or something. Um, well, I mean, for the games, it was uh, Charizard, I think. was Char- Well, he's one of the most popular for sure. Yeah, because he was Red's mm-hmm. main one. Like Ash was the character for the sh- for the show, and that's Pikachu. Yeah. But but Ash uh, Red was the main character in the games in the series. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, in some of the games, whatever. That's, there's a big thing to it. It's back on point. Last episode, <laughs> yeah. We we learn more about museum, which I thought was really cool. And so we're coming into this episode, and just based on the name, um, how does it start with? The girl named A? Or the girl A. The girl A. So it's got to be an Akiko episode, right? I mean, well, usually you said they have two meanings. Yeah, there is two meanings for the A. Hmm. Okay, well, obviously, a- I, I am so sure at least half of it is about Akiko. And usually, not always, but usually the letter also means the, um, the Dopant in the episode. Or yeah, the, the, the um, yeah, memory that, that makes perfect sense. And, and now that I think about it, if you consider each episode a pair, because that's what it is, the first two episodes were about Shotaru, the next two are about Philip, which means these two have to be about Akiko, right? Or else they're just not doing her justice. Uh, they're not yet, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not about Akiko. Yeah, it, it should be. I don't it, know. It should be. They're not doing her justice then. But she's also uh the main. Um, all the supplemental material she get she does get some justice. Okay, get, we'll but, get to that, I suppose. But the supplemental material that's like released on DVDs is the delusions, and they're like five. I don't even have them. I just I've just seen them. But they're just like they're like five minute little things. Things like what if Akiko was a good secretary? Oh yeah. What if Akiko was an idol? What if Akiko? And this is like these goofy little side things that are just you probably should watch those eventually. Like well, <laughs> it, it depending on where we end up, we might be able yeah. to. So, also, I forgot to mention this episode aired October 4th, 2009. Okay, 2009. Yeah. 
So um, the show ends in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, and some episodes, some seasons are shorter than other seasons, so it doesn't. It's not exactly like yeah. To, you know, uh, so so what happened was is that it originally was that Sentai and um, Common Rider pretty much ended and started at the same time, <laughs> a couple weeks apart. So people might not know about the fact that there is a time slot called Superhero Time, mm. Sunday mornings. I think it's Sunday morning. That is. It's uh, Super Sentai first half an, hour, half an hour, next half an hour is Common Rider, and also Pretty Cures there too. Okay, um, I don't remember if it's before. I think it's before, but this is superhero time. Okay, um, and a lot of people also don't realize that the shows don't take breaks in between. There's no off season. Oh, for these shows. So, like when Kuga ends, the last episode of Kuga airs, the next Sunday. It's the first episode of Agito. With no break. No break whatsoever. Because okay. they're filming them while the other one's growing. Right, yeah. And so, and it's the same thing with Sentai. They do, there is no break. It's just one week to the next week, new show starts. Same okay. time period, same, uh, same, uh, same time slot, everything like that. And so, uh, Kuga started at the same time as the season of Sentai at that point. I don't remember which one it was. But, um, and give or take a week, they start and stop at the same time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, before Double was Decade, and Decade was a short series. It only had 31 episodes. Okay. And then, but they didn't, like, waste time or anything. Double started the next episode. So then, ever since then, that's one of the other reasons, the Heisei Phase 2 thing. Uh-huh. Ever since then, they've been staggered, the starting. And they did this um, mostly for toy sales. Yeah, so that so way they're not competing. They're not competing with themselves. They're able to stagger the new toys as they go, because uh, Toei owns both of them and sells both their toys. Right. So they, they're able to stagger it. But it also means that it's a unique thing where the show starts when, uh, like, a uh, Kamen Rider show starts with one Sentai airing and ends with a different Sentai airing. Okay. And so, because sometimes they cross over. Mm-hmm. And I, in a couple of, there's actually episodes of the shows, like, where they cross over. Like, the two episodes will be one big long episode. Okay. Um, so we might have to watch Sentai to get what the hell is going on? Uh, sometimes. Or there will be Sentai characters that just appear. Okay. That'll be weird. It's like I suddenly ran in the Bat universe, and now I have to go over to okay, find out so about Batwing and how most, <laughs> How most of the crossovers happen in Sentai is how 90s DC Marvel crossovers happened, where... For 20 minutes, they exist in the same universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they never exist never again. again. Yeah, never spoken of. <laughs> and now a lot of uh, common Rider crossovers happen. Is that they exist in that world where it's like they're all together and then they just never talk about it. Otherwise. Yeah, no, it's like that That didn't happen. That was just a bad weekend. Tijuana. Yeah. Uh, some shows are straight up connected. Like uh-huh. Double, O's, and Forze are just straight up connected. Okay, so it's going to be like continuing. For uh, the next three at least. Okay, it's cool. Just, they straight up connected. They just happen to different cities. Right. Um, yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah. We wished it would keep going, but there's reasons why. Uh-huh. Because, uh, like, like we talked about, um, you're actually restricted a lot. Like, by the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you're restricted by what you can do. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it'll be interesting. Because you sure. couldn't have zero, zero 01 the way it is because the whole world is different than the regular world. Right. 
And that's why they're not crossing over with the other one. Yeah, it's a completely different universe. So yeah, they're so able you're to tell stuff. Now that we've done so much with these three shows, it's very hard to add a fourth one. Yeah, yeah, I, that makes sense. I can. And so, and 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 it's really good because the one right before, uh, not the one right before, the one right before that build, so different. It was like, um, the first thing there's this wall separates Japan into three countries, and they're at war with each other. Okay, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. But I mean, that's that's like the first five minutes. Yeah, of the show. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm sure it's like. But but so you couldn't do those things uh-huh, if you ha- if you had to do a continuing thing. Yeah, you've already explored so, so much of the universe that you're kind of you know. You know so I hands are tied. I feel I feel there's there's advantages and disadvantages to either one. Hmm. Um, but yeah. So anyways, this uh this common writer double is the start of kind of building up a little bit. Okay, that's cool. I like that. And um in a relative idea, the the original seven Showa shows. Yeah. Were like one big long strong st- string of shows. Yeah. And actually whenever anybody says that they're part of a common writer like thing, it's like there's those sevens and then maybe a couple of others. Yeah. So there are things along the lines where those seven actually happened in the universe of Double. Okay. In a version. Okay, yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, that's a long talk because I've, I've seen a lot of these things. So I know yeah, 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 excited. But it's anyway, so it's Girl A, the Girl A, Papa is a common writer. Papa is a common writer. And uh, Papa wa common writer. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so we are going to go watch that. It's going to be the first part of the A arc. Mm-hmm. And... We'll be back. Henshin. Henshin. Cyclone! Joker! Henshin! Okay. <laughs> We're back. Way back. Oh, way back. I get back again. Round two. Um, so, so, yeah. So, what happened is, is you, you'll have heard us do our recap, our pre-episode, and then we watched the episode, mm-hmm. and we recorded and it didn't take. It did not save. <laughs> so, and it was it was we had talked for it whatever whatever you think it was gold. It was it was it like was the, best. the best episode. People laughed, people cried, blood, sweat and tears. Um and that was just in the first 5 minutes. But uh no, the the recording didn't go and rather than just try to to uh capture the magic again, which impossible. We, <laughs> we just uh went on and we yeah. waited a couple of weeks and then just recorded the episode again. So we rewatched the episode. Yeah. So you're listening to this uh, like three weeks after we recorded the intro, maybe four a week for this episode. We've done other episodes in the series and we're swinging back to this one. And the reason why we did that is we didn't want to be extremely salty. Yeah. <laughs> and we wanted to kind of clean the slate so that way we, we wanted to semi forget the episode and rewatch. So we right. rewatched it right before we came. It's not like. The last time we watched this episode was weeks ago. We just finished rewatching yeah, we watched it again. the episode. And it was interesting because uh, I, I saw some stuff that I didn't see the first time probably because I was taking notes. So I have even more stuff to talk yeah. about than the first time. If, if it wasn't so much of a time constraint as just watching every episode twice. Right. No kidding. But, uh, but then we wouldn't also get the fresh takes. Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, we already watched uh, Zero One twice. Yeah. Because I've never seen it, so it's always good. I yeah. mean, it's fresh, and a lot happens in a zero one episode. That so. way, we're not lost. I know so much. Inv- I mean, 
in this episode, it's a good episode. Yeah. Uh, but we, yeah, we definitely needed that clean slate so that way it wasn't just like, and then this happened, and then that <laughs> happened, and then you try to tell a joke the way that you told it the first time when it was magic, and now, no. No. Yeah, so. So the episode starts off, See, all that being said and done, the episode starts off with the press conference for the second Futo Tower. Yes, yeah, the second big windmill for the city at the uh, research facility or something for high-powered windmills. Or yeah, something like that. it was a research facility. Um, when we don't know what's in this episode, the, the episode this time, it really means we weren't paying attention. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I still don't think I remember the representative's name. Uh, Kushihana or something. Yeah, I st- yeah, that's funny. I didn't write her name down either. Um, councilwoman. Councilwoman. The councilwoman representative, it's Kushihara. Mm-hmm. Kushihara. She is doing this press conference, and she's obviously using her daughter to sell it more. Yeah, she's t- her daughter touched like that uh, seven, eight years old. Yeah, she's a little cutie. Yeah, and she comes up, little girl comes up speaking in very simple, simplistic Japanese. Yeah, trying to be as cute as possible. I mean, yeah. she's not trying. She is as cute as possible. Just... Um, saying, please help us, and she reveals the concept sketch mm-hmm. for the windmill, which doesn't look like a windmill. It's a wind tower. Right. So it, ra- rather than a straight-up windmill, it's uh, lay sideways. So when it spins, it gen- I'm guessing it's trying to generate more energy. Yeah, however it works. I'm no wind engineer. Yeah, whatever that uh, technology uh, yeah. that uh, branch of science is called. Uh, windotics. Um, and while this is going on, there's police presence there. Mm-hmm. And Shotaru comes up behind Mickey? Uh, I, want, I want to say it's uh, Mickey or Mc- Makadu, whatever, that guy. The goon, not that I keep saying goon, he's not a goon, but uh, Mikio. Mikio. Uh, who is uh, Jin's like under. Lieutenant. Yeah. He's the he's the junior lieutenant. Yeah. And uh Shotaru disapproves. He says of it's kind of the child. sleazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely um not happy with her mode or uh, you know, her motives as far as well, using the child. He's not questioning her motives. He's he's unhappy with the methods. Right, the methods. That's what I mean. Yeah. The methods. Uh by the way, the kid's name is Asuka. Yes. And that's when I find out for the first time this episode how wrong I was. <laughs> oh, yeah, so the girl A is Asuka. Yeah, not Akiko. So there's the first act. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so Mikiko says, "What are you doing here? You can't be here because of the where they're located." And then he, we don't even need you anyway. Yeah, he sh- he flips up a badge, like showing that he is a like supposed to be there. Yeah, he's a hired uh, hired guard from Council. What'd you say your name was? Uh, Kurihara. Kurihara. Uh, Kusuhara. Oh, Kusuhara. Yeah, yeah. He's a hired guard. She is the bo- she's a bodyguard. Yeah, he he's a bodyguard for her. And uh, Mikiko is kind of insulted, like we don't need you. Yeah. And then the the gunfire starts. Yeah. The, and then the gunfire starts, and it's um it's and this it, cartoon I, gun sound effects from like Looney Tunes. I swear they they couldn't have uh you know put that little extra penny to get an actual fire, gunfire sound. Well, as we found out later, it's not actual bullets. True, but I mean, it is. It's you know what I'm talking about. You've yeah. heard it in like any uh, uh, Elmer Fudd or like what's the one with the the cowboy? Yosemite Sam. Yeah, Yosemite Sam. Just yeah. So uh, I think that's when it goes to the opening. Yeah, because it it goes to um. Yeah, I believe it goes to him running off 
changing, and then it goes to the opening, right? With the girl yelling, Papa? And then it was like, pa- oh, Papa. Th- oh, yeah, the credits are as the Papa part. Okay, that's right. So uh, they are all off into the side. Yeah, everybody's, pre- you know, ducking for cover. And then uh, Shotaru. He starts to run off in the cop. No, he, tra- he does this, the little symbol. To oh, Aki- to Akiko saying that he's going to he, go. He tra- he first, he does his henchin pose, and she says, what? Huh? What? Uh, first off, you got to realize that not only is it just like, it's just a kind of generic pose when it's not next to Philip, because the two of them together make it a double. A W, yeah. But also, every time she's seen it, it's been from the back. True, also. <laughs> yeah, so I've seen it turn into it. So then he's like, uh, uh, and it makes a W sign with his hands, like, W, And, she, w. and she's yeah. like, oh. oh okay, yeah. Okay. And so then he runs off, and everybody says, what are you doing running off? Yeah, suddenly now the cop has changed his tune, by the way, because at first he's like, we don't need you here. And now he's like, where are you going by yourself? He's hiding uh, under hiding under yeah. a chair. <laughs> and so then he, he runs off, and he transforms. And... Uh, I can't remember if he blocks a bullet for them at this point or if he just kind of pops out of, you know. He jumps out and he blocks a couple bullets, but then he grabs one. Yeah. And then at that point, the girl's like, Papa? Papa? And he's like, Because she was, she was holding this little doll and she was like praying for her Papa to come and rescue and then he shows up. The little doll is like this mismatched knight. Yeah, he's got like uh, two different colors. And well, a, no, he's got like a bunch of colors. And I, but I think clearly. they're all to, they're, they're all of the... Uh, double colors. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's like purple, yellow, blue. Yeah, all of them are in there. Yeah, with like a f- uh, face guard. Face mask, face guard. Yeah. Um, and she calls him Papa, and then he's like, "What, Papa?" And then it goes to the credit. So the intro. Have you noticed anything new about the intro? Um, you know, I mean, we discussed the uh, the the visions through the the windmill thing. Yeah. I actually haven't looked to see if any of those have been changing. Yeah, if- they're all the same. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't think it cha- I don't think the beginning changes until the new writer. Okay. And they throw him into the beginning and it's usually just like a a scene here. Same thing with when they reach their ultimate form. I don't think yes, there is a mid-season ultimate form. Okay, don't talk. Don't talk. It's just regular things in Kamen Rider where they have mid-season forms upgrades. Okay, yeah. And then ultimate forms. Um so so yeah, so uh but I still love the song. Right. WX is a great song. It is. You know, it's uh, it's catchy. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my favorite when it, I first heard it. But, you know, once you get the tune down and you know where everything's coming from, it's like, yeah, okay. You know, tapping my foot. I think I was tapping my pencil this time we were listening yeah. to it. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so he... Uh, they come back and he's freaking out about the whole Papa thing. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'm back to business because there's still bullets flying. Yeah. So he runs off to the side and he pulls up the blue memory, the trigger memory. Yeah. But Philip uh, says, we don't know where he's coming from. We can't use it. We need to try to get other, we need to try to get more information. Yeah, find out where he's, he is. So they sw- he instead pulls out metal. Metal. Metal cyclone. And this is the first time, um, well, the second time I've seen it because <laughs> we watched the episode, episode again. But the first time in the show. Yeah, the first time in the show, the cyclone uh, uh, metal. And basically it's like, yeah, just a, a staff that, Pretty much puts up a wind wall. I don't know if you've ever played any RPGs where that's like a thing, but uh, deflecting. Uh, yeah, it's definitely useful for deflecting missiles. I hope it's gonna become useful in other capacities because it seems like it. It could be an interesting uh, combo. Combo, yeah. Heat metal is the main one. Yeah, see, that's like Cyclone Joker getting. is, and then uh, Luna Trigger. Luna Trigger. See later this episode also. Oh, no, no we don't. Jur- we see. Jur- 
You've seen Luna before. Yeah, but and I've trigger seen Luna this, but trigger. I Luna yeah. trigger, yeah. Um, so he starts deflecting all of these uh, uh, bullets, is what we think they are at this point. Uh, projectiles. Yeah, projectiles is the word I'm looking for. And then he runs to go search. Yeah. So he basically, he runs up, um, and I don't know what exactly this is, but it's like a, he's on top of a building looking down at a series of walkways with, uh, I think it might be like a, it looks like a hatchery maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It could, it could be a hatchery. That would make sense. Cause it says there's like self-contained boxes of water with rails around them in the middle of uh, concrete essentially. Yeah. They, it might be, um, they do have like fishing places that are like that. Oh, okay. That could be like a fishing hole sort of thing. Yes. I remember fishing off a marina once, so that could be that. Um, it's like you pay and you go in and you're able to fish there. Yeah. Um, or it could just be a dam or something like that. I haven't seen it that often. Maybe someone might correct me because they use a lot of the same places mm-hmm. in all of the uh, tobisatsu. Okay, yeah. Because they film in a lot of the same locations because they look cool. There's a and it's also easy to get the rights again because you've done it before. Yeah, there's uh, this way. Uh, there's a lot of there's a a uh, series of stairs outside of a um like an event center. Oh, that you remember? Yeah, episode uh, one. Yeah, or might was it episode two? Maybe around there. Yeah, because when episode... they were fighting T Rex, episode yeah. two. Yeah. yeah, that is like in almost every single series, common writer. Um. <laughs> At least the newer ones. Right. I'll say I'll keep my eye out for it. Um, there's a whole uh, website where a guy just like geomarks them so you could like go visit them. I never went to any of them, but oh, where's cool, like do a little tour? Yeah. Um, that's one of the things like I wouldn't do by myself. No, definitely not. Because there's not a lot around those places. So no. <laughs> it'd be kind of awkward. So, but he goes and he goes and search and he can't find anything. Yeah. There's no clue of, there's nothing left behind. And so he. Uh, dehensions and yeah, Phillips, he, Phil, he, Phillips says to bring that bullet to him. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, you know, he throws up the air, catches it, and he puts it in his pocket, I believe. Um, and then he has a flashback of what started the whole thing. Yeah. Um. Well, he starts to he well he starts to walk back, and he hears the girl yell out "Papa" again. At which point, he's like, "Uh, that lady came into my building like a tornado." Which is which uh was interesting because in a regular episode. I mean, this is only episode six, but in what you would think would be the episode is this is how it would start. Yeah. And then it would go and like it would go to the credits right at the end of that scene. Yeah. And then it would go to the thing. But they decided to go backwards it, with it. Yeah. I, and start really, in the action and work way out. It's a really good touch. First off, it's a, it's a dynamic entry. You yeah. know, it starts with the action like all good books should. And also it gives the main or gives the protagonist a chance to have one of those noir detective flashbacks yeah but it gets uh, to end on that comedy note of him being called papa right and uh, um yeah so basically they're in the the office the usual the the crib i can't remember what it was called but uh it's the the agency the agency yeah i remember there's a name for it but the nakama tech detective agency yeah okay so it's just the name but but we're talking you're talking about the garage that has an actual that has like oh a, right 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 okay so yeah, yeah so they're they're in the agency and um, the councilwoman's basically uh, saying that needs, he needs protection. Meanwhile, Shotaru is looking through um, about eight different pictures of kill being ri- written on the wall with bullets. Yes. And so Akiko says, don't punt? And yeah. he says, most likely. Most likely. And um, and it, this is where we learn that Shotaru is the expert. These are like the things that 
it's uh this is where we learn that it's like known yeah that this is the specialization of uh Shotaro. Right. I feel like she might have been uh, directed to him by Jean. Jin, probably. Yeah, Jin, because Jin, I remember Jin. Uh, she knows him later. We find out that she know that Jin is like, yeah, has some connection to her. Yeah. I mean, she is a, a councilwoman, so. Right. Yeah. So I feel like that's who the, the lead in there. But. um, And he says no, because he's actually against using the daughter. Yeah, he's like not happy, especially um, after seeing these pictures and knowing that she's had attempts on our life. I personally don't like her character for that. Um, I remember the last time we recorded this, that was kind of a big thing for me. Yeah. Was that it's like, are you serious? Like you're, somebody's trying to kill you and you're going to, I didn't care what your end goal is, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, by, by the end of it, I kind of understand. It's not something you do, but you understand why. Yeah, I understand why she's doing it. And we'll get to that part, but yeah, yeah I definitely so, don't So uh, the girl comes up and says she's not scared, and she uses the term uh, Oni-chan? No, not Oni-chan. Oji-chan. Oji-chan. She yeah. calls, him, calls him, like, mister. Yeah, old man, basically. Uh, no, it's not, like, old man. It's, like, middle-aged man. Yeah, and he's like, well, Oji-chan, what? Yeah, he would want to be called Oni-san, like, be called, like, older yeah, brother. Yeah, big brother. She's just got him every step of the way. He, yeah. he can't handle it. And basically she says... I'm not scared, and he says why, and she says that's a secret, and she's holding a little doll thing. Yeah, because he uh, doesn't address that whole who's your who's your dad. I don't get it. So then they go back to the present, and you hear Shotaro's monologue that says that she's the reason why he 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 took this job. Yeah, the the child. Yeah, he wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for her. Partially that he just she just kind of manipulated into it, and then secondly, also I think he wants to protect her. Yeah. Um. And so he's walking around the corner, and Akiko comes up and hits him with a, a slipper, yelling at him for being a deadbeat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, hits him upside the head with a, a slipper. And he's like, uh, uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but essentially he gives her the tooth and is like, go take that to Philip. Well, no, he says, I'm, I'm not, uh, it's, I'm not a, uh, a father. And then she's instant response is, Philip? Yeah, she's making it up what are you talking about she's like oh then she says he he hands her the tooth and says go take this to philip and then uh but he asks where they are and Uh she says the police have taken her taking them to be protected right at this point we don't know it's a tooth though yeah yeah we say because they're still referring to it as a bullet and it's a very strange looking bullet so like once you know it's a tooth it's like oh this is very obviously too so it takes the bullet to uh, take this bullet to Philip, and she doesn't like that. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, wait a well, minute, at I'm first she's like, okay, and then walks away. She's like, wait a minute, get back here. What do you get like, telling the t- uh, chief what to do? And then she's like, come back, come back here. Right. To, like, to, like, hit the, him. Waving the sandal slipper. or slipper. Yeah, had to like hit him. I want to teach you something. Come back here. Uh, and you know, so he shows back up to the um, the councilwoman and and everyone after the shooting, and uh, they all think he ran away. Obviously, they're at the police department. And he's. He's like checking his tie to make sure there's nothing on his tie. Yeah. And then Jin comes up and just says, what were you doing? Just running away. And he's like, I, uh, it wasn't like running away. I, yeah. uh, I, uh, and then he deflects. He's like, where were you? Yeah. Why weren't you there, Jin? He's like, oh, I, you know, I had, to. I, I had to do this. I had to do that. Uh, then I had to plan, uh, Mikio's funeral. <laughs> he's like, wait, he's he like, died? He, he only he got was, shot in the he leg. He shot in the leg. What do you think? And he's like in the middle of, uh, giving some, uh, it seemed like he was about to start talking about how he's a model uh, police officer and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But he gets cut off by the councilwoman who's just like, <laughs> enough of this. If it happens again, you know, your department's going to suffer from it. And he's like, oh, uh, you know, I'll increase the guards. 
Yeah, and yeah. So you can definitely see that she has. She uh, says she gives her plan. She says I'm going to be looking at a. I'm going to be going to look for the land. You guys better be there. Yeah, and so then it cuts over to. Uh, I believe at this point it cuts over to Asuka as she's walking into. Is it the pit? Akiko, you mean? Yeah, Akiko. Asuka. Oh, that's right. Asuka's the daughter's yeah, name. Yeah, the daughter's name. No, Akiko. Yeah, she walks into the garage. The garage, and um, she she's livid. She's still angry about having to go through with this, despite. And, she, and then Philip sees her walk in, and he says, oh, you're here. I need that bullet. And that's when you see that Philip is stuck in a trash can. Yeah, his whole butt is, is stuck in a trash can. And she's so, like, what? She's like, what happened? He says, I mentioned when I woke up, I was like this, but it's not affecting my research, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Whatever. So he's waddling around. Leave it to Philip to be stooped over by a trash can on his butt and not care. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not, not, it doesn't, he does everything in his head, writes some things on a board every once in a while, but other than that, it doesn't really matter. Right. Um, it gets, the office. Yeah, it gets to the, um, it goes to the councilwoman's office. Yeah, it gets to the council. They're still there. Uh, I don't know if this is the exact same spot, but it's in the same building. I know that. No, they are le- leave the police station and go to the councilwoman's office. Oh, okay, you're right, yes. And she is, like, looking over plans. Yeah, yeah. And uh, bullets ricochet and happen. Yeah, so she gets uh, attacked again. Um, and none of the bullets are accurate by any means. Yeah, we find and, out why later. Yeah, but. we find out. <laughs> and Shotaro, like, grabs her, pulls her out of the way. Yeah, and then kind of throws her behind a hallway. Um, him and, uh, I want to say, a regular police officer that's not named are with him. Yeah, I think so. And he uses the, the back cam mm-hmm. to uh, kind of surveil, because, you know, he has no idea where it's this is. It's like a drone. Yeah, he's no, he has no idea where this is shooting. So unlike the first time we see it, where it just plants itself on the ceiling of the casino, this time it's actually flying around and taking a bunch yeah. of pictures. Well, it's not the first time we've seen it. It's the first time we've seen it. The second time, second time we've seen it is a bat. Well, that's what I mean. It, it, like was I, in, it was that's why I'm saying it wasn't the first. It's not like the first time when yeah. it when it planted. Yeah, on like the he used it in the first episode as yeah. just a camera. But uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, okay, I forgot that part. Um, yeah, he just uses it as a camera to gather evidence, but this way he uses it as a drone. Right. But pretty pretty handy tool, really. And uh, he goes out to look out at the balcony, and he can't see anything. Yeah, I mean they they're like. Uh, I can't remember what they said. They, they were like, go, go do something. And he's like, hey, I helped this time. Oh, oh he said, um, I helped this time. And she says, well, that's what you were, that's the base. Yeah. You, it, you, you, that was your job, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you did no more than, <laughs> yeah, the, the base, most ne- necessary part of your job. So uh, then it goes to museum. Uh, correct. Yeah. So basically, uh, the one thing that's important also is that. Once again, when he's looking out over the balcony, um, there's a lot of water. It's like a it's waterfront like, I building. I think it's like a river. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it goes to a museum, and uh, we find out they're kind of like an, an evil HOA, Homeowners Association. Yeah. Because uh, the main guy, what's his name? He, he uses, this, they're all Sonosakis. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they've actually said his name. He uses the terror memory. Yeah, terror memory. Okay, that's what we go by, terror. I don't know. Um, he, Papa Sonosaki. Yeah, Papa Sonosaki. He's like just not happy that they're building a second uh uh windmill, and not because they're building a windmill. It's just the location that they're doing it. It's like and an it's ugly. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. like the way it looks. He's like it's just ruining our our town. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you pick a different place. But it it turns out it is in uh uh 
Psychos? Yeah, Psycho's uh, zone, her area. Yeah. And so um, Wakana is just giggly. <laughs> and happy about the fact that her sister's failing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the cat's name is Mickey. Mickey. The cat's name is Mickey. So that's where you got that from earlier. Yeah, Mick or Mickey. Yeah. Uh, not opposed to Mickey. Yeah. Which Mikio. is the police officer. Uh, so they look, it goes, uh, Shotaro is looking, then it cuts to Shotaro looking through the camera photos. Um, yeah, because they're like, it's, you know, I, I, they've seen nothing with any of the back cam photos and he's like, well, it must be an invisible shooter or something. And at this point I'm thinking, wait a minute. Oh, wait, no. Cause at the, uh, sorry. Philip says that it's not a bullet, it's a tooth. Yeah. So this is when you find out it's a tooth. And this is when I get my first idea. And uh, the second time I was wrong in this episode, big time, was I kept thinking, I was so sure it was an alligator. A for alligator, because the episode has a letter, and the letter is a memory and something to do with the episode, right? Yeah. This so is what a we know. A for alligator, and it's a tooth. It can't be anything else. What other toothed creature? Because I'm also thinking water, because both times were water. You know, it's kind of... Uh, obvious to me i'm like oh, tooth creature starts with an a near the water there is yeah. no thing besides an alligator Shows can't you. be done um <laughs> so then while they're but while philip's on the phone uh this is when uh akiko just puts the vinegar in his mouth oh yeah yeah because he's he's still stuck in this uh he's basically using the trash can as a chair yeah and uh he's talking to philip and then out of nowhere you see this uh shot glass come up to his mouth she pours it. He drinks it for some reason. Yeah. Because Philip, why not? And he's like, oh. I can only imagine if you're not expecting vinegar and somebody just puts that in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like a whole shot full. And she's like, what are you doing? She says, vinegar makes you limber. <laughs> and he recounts what vinegar is. And he says, that can't be true. And then uh, Akiko does like a uh, bends backwards. Yeah. Crab it, walk or whatever. Yeah. To show that she's limber and she says it's vinegar. Yeah. Because she drank vinegar. It has nothing to do with the fact that she's like a limber girl right um i did find out that i think when they started filming this she was 18 oh okay but in the show they say she's 20 oh (laughs) yeah she looks young i actually just saw a her in a show like a couple weeks ago Mm. and she looks exactly the same yeah she hasn't changed at all yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, she's not gonna look different for another 40 years yeah and then it just Slumps it's hard. Like, wham. <laughs> um, uh, so then it goes to the van. The van. The next day. The, the, uh, Phil, uh, uh, Chotaro and all of them are in the van. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're driving to... Um, so it's either this part or it goes to, to Sayoko. I think it goes van and then Sayoko. Vi- and van, Sayoko, then back. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So the van is them driving to the location to try yeah, to buy the, the location land. of where the windmill is going to be built. Yeah. And um, basically, Shotaro's in front with the driver who you don't see because he's not really. He's in the middle. Him. He's in the middle row. Oh, that, it was a, like a bus. It was a van, so there's three three. Oh, rows. three rows. Okay, yeah, because it's like a it's like a van for um, uh, teleporting. Uh, right. Not teleporting for, teleporting. for, trans, for transporting. transporting. <laughs> so there's the driver and the bodyguard. There's a driver and a bodyguard in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle is uh, Shotaro and another bodyguard. In the back is. Councilwoman, the daughter, and another bodyguard. Right, yeah. Lots of bodyguards. Yeah. Relevant, though. And um, basically, he's having a conversation with the girl. Because she's drawing a... Picture of uh, Double. Double as... in a fa- She's drawing a family photo with her, her mom, and Double. Mm-hmm. And she's, he says, you really like Common Rider? 
and she says, uh, he's my papa. What do you know about him? And she says, I'm uh, uh, friends with him. Yeah. He's, and, and he's, she's like, you friends with my papa? And he's like, I, uh, no, no, I'm, no not, I'm not friends with your papa. I'm it, friends with Common Rider. He's like, he can't, uh, he can't really finish his sentence because he's like, he realizes that he will then say that her father is not Common Rider because he's friends with Common Rider and not, it's not his, her papa, right? So he, he like kind of stumbles over the sentence and he's like, Ah, oh, this is why I can't do children. Or... Yeah, it's funny to notice that they just call him Common Rider. Yeah, because they don't have another reference to it right now. Common Rider is a legend, an urban legend, right? Um, because they they were talking about that. Wakana was talking about yeah. that on her show. But they call themselves Common Rider Double, right? But according to everybody else, they're just Common Rider. Yeah, Common Rider. See it. We're done. Um, <laughs> but it we learned through like other shows and later that it's like a the original seven, the legendary seven common writers in this continuity are urban myths. Okay. So from Ichigo through Stronger, I believe, are all urban myths. They battled their organizations and they, they, they saved the world, but they all did it in secret without anybody knowing. Okay. Like we're watching, even though some people know. Yeah, the, it, the, you know, civilization as a whole has no idea that Shocker and Common Writer are going about doing it's, anything. It's, uh, it's the way sometimes Batman's represented. Yeah. Where there's a bat signal, but they don't acknowledge that Batman exists. Right. Uh, there was an issue, there was a story, uh, there was a comic book called Gotham Central, mm. and it was a cop drama about the police officers who worked at Gotham. And nothing, not Jim Gordon, no. but like the other police officers. Right. Everyone else. And one of the things was, that they had to hire a civilian to turn on the light hmm. so that it wasn't a Cop. police operation. So he was like hired to do work at the office, but his only job was to turn on the bat signal. Yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> so that bureaucracy-wise, the police weren't turning on the bat signal. Exactly. And so, but it also was it was really adept because it had to deal with the facts of like, what if you're just a normal person? And the Joker. And the Joker and Two-Face and, and like, Harley Quinn. These crazy. people are all nuts, and they're killing people right and left. And, and there's so, really nothing you can do about it. Yeah. He's a foot, foot soldier in this. Yeah. So, anyways, so, um, after the van, it goes to, uh, she says, will you promise to tell me about Com- Papa later? Yeah. Because they're arriving. And then it goes to Saiko's office. Yeah, Saiko is, um, uh, well, it starts off with these three guys that are like oh i'm sorry we'll change the plans immediately and they you know start to walk out and then she like immediately walks over and picks up the phone and is well like, she doesn't pick up the phone she's handed the phone oh she's handed the phone right by, by kirihiko who's like anticipating her moves because he's he's like her personal secretary yeah, he's into in her head they know each other really well i guess and he's like yeah. she says get rid of the sixth team and bring in the seventh so this is the s- sixth group of people or for whatever the plan sixth, they were team six or something like that yeah whatever plan they're doing uh, this is no good. We're gonna get a new new group on it because uh, I don't think it's explained what they're doing. No. Yeah. It's still. It just shows that hey, stuff's cooking. Yeah. We got plans. Wheels of the wheel. Hmm. And then, uh, um, we hear Wakana's voice. Correct. We hear Wakana's transformed voice. Yeah. Because she has a different voice when she's clay doll. Yeah, clay doll. And uh, they look in, and then they find her that she's on the ceiling. So who knows how long she's been in there? Yeah. Just, you know, suction cup to the ceiling and watching everything. Yeah. And she kind of 
floats down and uh, Sayako is like face to face with Clay Doll, and they're talking. Basically, she's delivering the message that uh, Clay Doll's delivering the message that Papa's not pleased. <laughs> and she's loving it. Yeah, so totally loving it. And Sayako's like, I'll handle this. And so once, uh, basically, once uh, Wakana leaves, like, you know, giggly, because, you know, she's just on the top of the world right now. Um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Ki- Kirihiko. Ki- yeah, Kirihiko. Yeah, Ki- so Kirihiko's like, you know, don't worry. I'll take care of it. You know, Papa Bear's got you, boo. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to mention the first time that I watched this episode, um, you get a straight on shot of a scarf with a red dot on it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is still bugging me from the first time I saw him. I'm like, every time I think, oh my God, is he bleeding from the neck? Yeah. Cause he just kill not, somebody. It's not like a dot. It's a, it's a, it's a spot. Yeah. It's like a, it's like an intentional stain. So weird. Um, and so it's bright red. So it's not like, yeah, you can't miss it, especially with the kind of clothes he wears. It's yeah. not like it's, it's on his ascot. Mm hmm. Um, and so then it goes from there to the R- the guys playing the RC cars. Yeah, so they arrive at the place, and the gate is kind of barbed wired and stuff. It's like totally not inviting in any way. It's just a closed gate, but yeah, yeah, and it's they've all overgrown, and like there's a uh, driveway. Yeah, and in the driveway, there's a bunch of uh, statues and you know like sticks. Basically, things that are there as obstacles so that they can race their RCs around them because they're both driving these little RC cars. Yeah, it's uh, this one, it's this two guys, two punk guys. And they're trying to talk, you know, try to get their attention, but they're purposely ignoring them while they're, they're like, oh, look at this. Oh, this, well, this is the hard part. This is the hard part, but it's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and she comes up and gets, tries to get the information, say that this is the perfect place for the wind, the mm-hmm. distance to the city. This is the area that we need to build it on. Mm-hmm. And the guy who I guess owns the land says it's private property. Yeah. Be- besides this is uh, it's a great place for RCs. <laughs> You're never going to buy it. So it looks like he's just denying it because he's a man baby. Right. Exactly. Which I think uh, is half right. Shotaru calls him it, out on it, right? Well, oh, no, no what, is, but first is Oscar comes over and, uh, well, he crashes the RC cars and he goes over to like fix picks him up, and then she comes over and says, like "This, bows is, impo- and this is important. Her. Please let it do it." And he points out, he says, this "It's kind of gross that your your girl your your daughter using is your daughter to do this thing." And yeah, this is when uh, Shotaro comes up and says, "The way you're acting, your mom would have spanked you or something like that." Yeah, and he's like, "Mama didn't chew me out at all or something like that." Yeah, my mom never chewed me out. And you're like, "That's the first problem right there." Yeah, it's like, yeah, we can tell. Trust me. Um, <laughs> and then. Kirihiko shows up. Yeah. So basically, um, he's like, he says, hey, I've got somebody that's coming by. I need you guys to leave. And they're like, and she's, uh, the cat's wolf says, we're not leaving. We'll go wait by the water. Yeah. And as they're walking, Kirihiko's coming up. And Shotaro and Kirihiko do that thing that happens in anime where they slow motion, look at each other in passing. Two main characters meeting. Menacingly. Yeah. Like, (laughs) you're going to be clashing. Because it's like you walk by them and you're just like. You're not dressed like a side character. Yeah. You're dressed like a main character. You're too good looking to be in this scene. Yeah. Something's weird. Did you ever see uh, Last Action Hero? Yeah. Yeah. Well, with it, Arnold's... It, it, remember the scene in the uh, uh, the rent the video rental store where he's trying to convince Arnold Schwarzenegger's character that it's in a movie? Oh, yeah. And he's like, look at this lady. She is way too pretty to be working at a video store. Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, 
I agree. <laughs> yeah, and then and he walks out. And he's like, where are all the normal looking people? And he says, it's called California. California. <laughs> and they pass the, the Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Terminator starts. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, a great movie. movie. Um, anyways, we should, we should do like a podcast of that movie just one time. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, uh, K- Kirihiko. Kirihiko walks over, and it turns out that uh, these two guys actually, one of them works for the other guy, but this guy, the guy who said that my man never. Yeah, the man baby. The man baby. He actually works for the museum. Yes. And, and Kirihiko's like, um, my wife isn't happy that you haven't finished the job that we set out for you and is like, uh, do you want me to finish it for you? And he is resentful about the fact that Kirihiko was just a salesman. Yeah, because the first time that they address or they give each other their greetings, he's like, oh, are you that lucky guy who uh, basically just married uh, up? Yeah, just kind of stepped in the right door at the right time. We're learning that uh, because they open the door and you see that it's a uh, like a supplier factory for Gaia memories uh-huh that uh so it, if you look at it like the drug ways here he goes a street dealer right and this guy was a manufacturer so on the hierarchy he would this guy would actually be higher than Kiri Hugo but now that Kiri Hugo him up there and married up he's in like the upper management and so uh he sees it as guy just like jumped past him and mm-hmm. which I mean, it's a drug cartel. Nobody's like being right. honest with that. It's like, sorry, man, you weren't willing to to go bare ass on camera. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you weren't good looking enough. And so then we go to Philip is talking to Chotaru on the phone, and this is where he tells Chotaru that um, the husband and the father are dead. Yeah. So you find out that uh, the councilwoman's husband died last year. He was killed. Yeah. And uh, this is something I don't remember from the first time we watched it because I don't think uh, I paid attention to when he was killed. But it's crazy to see the flashback, uh, you know, how she was then because she was like a loving mother and like the typical. She was uh, dressed like a housewife. Yeah, the typical housewife. For she even her hair was really a housewife. Hair. Yeah, hiding her big ears, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so it, she goes from that to this like really shrewd uh, businesswoman, essentially. In less than a year, however long. Yeah. And uh, so he he confronts her with it and she tells him the story that her husband was assassinated a year ago. Yeah. And this project was his baby. And so it looks like he was the council representative and she took over after he died. Right. Yeah. And it, it's just crazy seeing how how quickly she can change because yeah. I thought it had been years. No, it know, was one least. year and it was she's still in. Uh, like grief somewhat denial right yeah she's still uh i don't know it's like she's adopting his um his work so that way she can uh like in her mind i think she thinks i will grieve after i've completed yeah she's continuing his work and so she has like something like a rock holding her down essentially and And you find out that this lie or you find out that this whole time she's been telling her child that her father's common writer and he's out there saving the world essentially so I don't think Oscar knows he's dead, right? No. Yeah. So this whole time she's basically lying to her in order to keep her from uh, breaking down, pretty much. Yeah. And also, if she tells her daughter, she has to admit that it's true. Yeah, I think it's also partially for her too. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely supports what we just said as far as the theory of um, burying herself in her work so that way she can avoid her her grief. Yeah. And then it comes to Philip in 
the uh, planetary bookshelf. Yes, and he's uh, you know he's looking around. He's having trouble because you know he's went through everything, every ancient creature. He said like uh, he, he's he's found things that teeth and uh, all these different things, and uh, he still hasn't narrowed it down to the the memory itself. Yeah, he's having trouble figuring it out. And then Akiko is looking through pictures. Mm-hmm. She says it's almost like he's not here. Yeah, and. Philip says you might be a genius if it's not in any of the instead of uh, instead of the us not being able to see him he just actually isn't in the pictures right so basically instead of looking for an invisible creature we look for a creature that wouldn't be in those pictures yeah and then he's like so if you take out animals that are uh, terrestrial or aerial the only thing left is uh, water creatures yeah, uh, water creatures also subterranean creatures. yeah subterranean also but you know whatever yeah um <laughs> could have been a mole creature too it totally but the teeth the shooting the teeth yeah and it comes out to uh amar carlos yeah uh, anomalacarus anomalacarus so that is an ancient sea creature and this is where i find out i was totally wrong about the alligator and this yeah. crushed me while i was watching the episode the first time I was like, what like we had to pause it so i could sit there and be like how is this a thing and for those that don't know what this obscure <laughs> sea creature is and play pokemon it looks almost exactly like an anorith yeah and so uh I mean, they had T Rex earlier, right? Yeah, so they, I kind of should have known that dinosaurs were on the on the yeah. <laughs> the table, or you know, um, Precambrian sea creatures, or whatever the hell. I don't know what that even means. <laughs> Precambrian means before Cambrian. The soup or whatever. <laughs> no, that's primordial. Yeah, whatever. God dang science. Yeah, so he finds out. So as soon as he figures out what it is, he you know phones Shotaro. Shotaro, and he's like, the the creature. Every time it's attacked you, it's been under the water. So keep her away from the water. Yeah, and he's like, what? <laughs> they're, they're right by the water. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're kind of, he's up on the top of these steps looking down at, like, this reservoir, or what do they call that? Like a canal, right? It's just like a river. Is it? I think. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And, and um, so they're on the banks. They're, like, in, they're by, like, some, I believe it's an artificially created river. Right. Um, they're on the banks of some, uh, cement, the cement is on the banks, and they're, She's just playing there, the daughter, and he looks down and he sees them, and then it's when he uh, also sees something coming out of the water. Yeah, something like bubbling up, I think, and then he he starts to run down as uh, basically things start shooting at the councilwoman, right? Yeah, and the guards come around and they take a few hits. Yeah, they they definitely take the one guy. I don't know if he lived. I don't remember seeing him run off, but it could have just been a. It was a kind of a hectic scene. So yeah, and so then. Uh, since, um, since they now know where it is, they can go trigger. Yeah. So he he comes down, and I don't remember what form he starts in. Um, it's, it's Cyclone Joker. So they switch to Cyclone Joker, and one thing that happens is Philip, uh, when he falls over and relaxes, he falls out of the trash can. Yeah. And Akiko's like, "Oh, there it is, finally! Yep. Yay!" And she's like celebrating. Meanwhile, this scene's happening where the, you know they're getting shot up, and so. He comes over, and he, I think he just bats him away with his hands, a few of the bullets, at which point he's having a conversation with Philip, like you said. is like, oh, now that we know where he is, and he whips out the blue um, trigger. The blue, blue trigger. And so this is the first time we get to see him use it, and it's kind of cool, like a little, uh, I think it was a cyclone? Cyclone trigger. Yeah, cyclone trigger. It's basically like this little mini gun, or a uh, little uh, handheld machine gun. Yeah, that, that appears on his chest, and that's where the holster is. It's on his chest piece and so then he takes it off that 
and he shoots uh, air bullets into the water. Yep, until the thing is like, whoa, and it flies out of the water onto yeah. the ground. And, um, you know, he shoots at it a few more times, and then it tries to do, like, a smoke bomb or something. Like an ink bomb of some sort. Yeah, like it curls up into a ball and does some ink stuff, and he's like, oh, that's not going to work. And then he uses heat phone. Yep. He p- puts the heat in the beetle phone that flies around and uses a bunch of heat. Yeah, and he just starts whacking him, basically. Like, think a little projectile missile that keeps hitting like a dancing sword and almost. then he turns back into cyclone joker and does the memory break yeah and uh i think it doesn't do like yeah that's right then that's exactly what happened does memory break and and then the uh he looks and he sees that the memory doesn't look right it doesn't have the shell so he looks and sees that the memory that broke isn't like a normal memory. Yeah, because he, he like he, they do Joker Extreme, right? Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so they're looking at this crushed and, and like it's not not nearly as thick. Like there's definitely not as much material as the other ones that have blown up. Um, it's like it's just it's like the memory without any of the shell. Yeah, yeah, and he's you know he's sitting here. It looks like he's uh, mulling it over in the best way that a uh, suit actor can. Yeah. It's so interesting how much information they can convey without saying a word, you know? Yeah. Um, at which point he looks over and sees that there's another... Uh, basically, the girl's running up, because Papa, Papa. Yeah. And he looks over and he sees this, you know, bubbles rising again. And it's another one of these uh, Anamalakaras. Anim- yeah. And it shoots a bullet at the child. And so he stands up and he's like, oh, and that's the cliffhanger ending. Reaching to change out his memory. So most likely he'll be able to change his memory, uh, run over, and stop the bullet. Yeah. Because of toku time is what we call it. Oh, where you have that uh, infinite amount of time to get what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you can do a full transformation when someone is shooting at you or something like that. Toku time. Right. Um. So yeah, then that's the end of it. So that's the end of the first part. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get the next part next episode. Yeah, and realize this episode, it's, uh, you know, it's not the best episode we've ever done. This is just a tribute. Yeah, but it, uh, well, like I said, it's the, the, the first part, so it's, uh, it's hard to judge it. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, this episode, the first time I watched it, I remember I didn't love it, I didn't hate it. You know, it was a definitely a, a, the first part of a two-parter, you know. Yeah. It's definitely going to rely on the next episode for how I feel about the the story as a whole and i remember mentioning that uh the next part will definitely change perspective at least it to me on philip oh yeah and um also the second time that i've watched this it makes more sense the episode the next episode's name because i don't remember them talking specifically about her lying to her child Mm. but now the title makes yeah makes sense but um so uh suck i have a suck i remember my suck from the first so I, i still have mine um it's just a small one. It's just, you know, because like I said, I didn't love it. I didn't hate this episode. But the, I'm still, I don't like Claydol's yeah. outfit. It's just very um, over the top yeah. with the way it is. I it, mean, okay, there's only so much you can do. Um, it's not, it doesn't look very mobile. It's so clunky looking. I, I realized that the the money one was exactly the same, except that he was supposed to not be a fighter. Uh, yeah, he was supposed to be like a big old uh, dope Mm-hmm. But Claydol, you know, they they're showing her to be one of the bigger bad guys in this arc, at least. And uh, 
I just don't feel any sort of menace or anything from this. Uh, I th- I think it also helps out. I think it helps out in a little bit is that she is the least scary of the Sonazaki family. Right. And it, and it fits that she's like the princess and, you know, blah, blah. It's just that I don't like it. I don't like yeah. Clay Doll. For me, what I disliked was, I know it's the first part of the episode, but the introduction of Trigger. Kind of underwhelming. Well, it was used for like two seconds and then put back. Right. It's like, shoot, I know, shoot, shoot. I know, I'm pretty sure probably the next episode. Is going to be like a big trigger episode. I would hope so, but then Pro- we didn't get we didn't get the heat metal ending, or no, we didn't get the. Uh, but yeah, he didn't use the finisher. So like the like I said, the uh, trigger is uh, mostly paired best b- with <laughs> Luna. So uh, in build, he has two forms, uh-huh. two sides. Um, they're sort of like this, except they're like interwoven. They're like zigzag back and forth, and when he puts two the things together, they're called best match. Oh, okay. So this this is like that. Yeah, that's what I keep thinking. Best match. So best match for Trigger is Luna. Right. So most likely at the end of this coming episode, Luna Trigger will be the final. Mm-hmm. So, but I still thought they could have finaled here with Cyclone Trigger. Yeah, at least uh, instead of just going back to the old Joker Extreme. Right. Which is, I mean, I, I don't know how many times we've seen it now, but more than I mean, enough. I like it. It's a cool move. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not hating on it, but yeah, I can see how a little bit more screen time on the one that mattered. I think that for me, it's um, it didn't bother me that much because I'm holding out for the second half. Yeah, you know. Now for things I like, Sugoi, um, I just like that I was wrong every step of the way. Basically, yeah. subverted expectations. Like I was wrong about what the A meant twice. That's kind of crazy, especially in the middle of an episode. It's nine times out of ten the reason why I watch uh, or I enjoy Asian cinema is because it's more. Uh, I mean, still I can still tell things. Yeah, there's some that. formula, of course. But they're more surprising in their formulas mm-hmm. because they can be. Yeah. Yeah. They're allowed to get away with more. Because they're trying to tell a story. They're not trying to make something that will last, a show that will last forever. Yeah. They're not trying to make, okay, we need this to be a f- six movie franchise. Oh, we need this to run for at least seven years. Right. If this doesn't start Robert Downey Jr., I don't care to publish No, I'm this. talking about television. Okay. I'm the same thing. <laughs> tel- television. I was just, just exaggerating. Like, where it's just like this, uh, this has this formula. We have to follow the formula. We have to do this. We have to do that. Yeah, there has to be a character like this, and we have to have at least four people of this demographic, one person of that demographic. Let's throw in that one just well, for the just spices. The stories and but uh, even with something with Common Rider that's going from year to year, uh, they can subvert expectations, and sometimes it turns out like crap. Yeah, <laughs> fair. <laughs> but sometimes it turns out amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I like I like that uh, that subversion of expectation. Yeah. Um, for me. My really good thing I liked about it is the more museum stuff. Yes. Where mm-hmm. they sh- really showing them as like a bickering family. Oh, yeah. But you also know that if someone got up in Sayako's face, Wanakata would like s- step on them, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And also you see uh, Kirihiko and, and her as a unit and... um. He's like the ultimate support for her. Right. Yeah. He's already, he's already got, he's like, you know, I already know what you're thinking. Let me just go on that. And <laughs> he's uh, like, I'll take care of this. You take care of the good. St- I'll go out and take care of the errands. You hold, you just deal with the company. Right. And then the, the other cool thing also about museum is it shows um, that there's more to their grand scheme. Like yeah. you're seeing that there's plans going on that we, as the audience don't yet know. Yeah. Um, but you know, will come into play and they yeah. have to, right? Yeah. Cause they're running this big company. Uh, and they're clearly a little bit selfish in their uh, desire for how they want Futo to to be to look and how they plan to shape it. Yeah, using their will, right? 
because it's like no, we can't have a second wind turbine that's totally. I think help mostly the city. it's just they would be fine with the wind turbine if they came up with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it was their thing. Yeah, I feel like that's the case. <laughs> it's like these people are trying to put an eyesore on my town. Yeah. Oh no. So now, even though like it's a, it's hard because we know it's the first part of a two-parter. Right. If you want to like adjust, right now he's a two. Yeah, I feel like he's in a safe spot. It, it's it's pretty much like can't really judge them yet. No, it would be like stopping at episode halfway through. Yeah, so that, that's that's going to be like the thing you just hold off, and then the next one, if he does something really awesome, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've learned to t- to look at the long game for double. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> two episode long game. Yeah, two episode <laughs> long game. I mean, we had two for uh, common right uh, the first common writer. Oh, we we'll, we'll have to for other shows too. Yeah, well, because what is it after this one? You said there is like four in a row where everything is double. Yeah, two parts, and then they don't do it for one, and then they go back to it. <laughs> At least they're not doing it with zero one. Well, it's not that I hate it because, like I said, zero one's got a lot going on in its episodes that I could totally see it be stretched out to an hour long episode. Yeah, you know. Um, so I know what I do know about zero one is that they do arcs. Okay. Like the first, I think, sixteen episodes is like the end of a story. Okay, so it's like chunks. That's yeah. cool too. So that's why they're like rushing kind of through it. Yeah, so, so much stuff going on. Yeah. Which again, I don't mind because we watched that. That's the one we watched twice, and uh, it's not like I miss anything. No, you know, pick you pick it all up. You, yeah, we take notes at both times. So yeah, keeping double at number two. Yep, it's just safe. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts? Any predictions on the next episode? Uh, what was the exact title? The precise title? Um, the girl A, the price of lying. Girl A, the price of lying. So um. I feel like I I would like to see the councilwoman end up more motherly and less uh, goal oriented and using her daughter as a tool because uh, that's how I see her. Yeah. But I know that she's capable of more based on the flashbacks and her heart to heart with Jotaro as far as why she's doing the things that, you know, I understand, but I would like to see that she come to <laughs> the right conclusion in yeah. my opinion. Um. Besides that, it's kind of hard to say because like, we already know who the bad guy is for this uh, episode. My question is, is he taken out in the first half of the next episode or does it uh, extend to where he's the final? Like, Or is it going to be like they start off? Well, we, 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 I mean, it, we saw this one guy get beaten really easy, but he also wasn't like the full memory. Right. right. He was like the little bitty. Uh, like it's like a proto memory. Yeah. yeah. So, so maybe this one's got a bunch of uh, tricks up its sleeve. Or is more resilient. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun episode. Yeah. So what is our next episode of Zero One? Uh, episode five. Yep. Is pass- his passionate path of manga. Oh, the passionate path of manga. Yeah. And our next, and, and so that, uh, we've already said that we recorded that episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> I say we can't pretend like we're doing predictions for this one. You got to watch the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the, that'll be the next episode you see from us. Yeah. Okay. And that's going to do it for us today. Riding Through the Ages is a production of Fanboy Opinion. If you want to find out more information, you can look it up at fanboyopinion.com. You can follow us on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. If you have any questions or comments or anything you want to ask us about, you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. Please don't forget to rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. My name is Eric. And I'm Eugene. Join us on our next time as we go through another age of Common Rider.